0: Yo, what's good everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Josh Botto Experience. This is Music Monday 14. We're going to be kind of taking it back to the OG style of Music Monday, where I'm going to be comparing two of my favorite artists and then deciding at the end, along with some polls on Twitter and Instagram, who is the better artist. And so today's episode, we're going to be talking about Drake versus Kanye West this is going to be one of the most controversial episodes out of any of them. So I just want to say, before we get into this, how I love both these artists. You know, I've been listening to them for basically my whole life. have been listening to Kanye since Gold Digger came out. And basically, same thing with Drake ever since Best I Ever Had. I've been listening to Drake, so I really like both these artists. So not that I can choose one over the other i've always liked them pretty much equally but in today's episode we're going to be splitting it into three categories music fashion and influence and by the end hopefully we'll be able to choose who's the better artist overall and then at the end we're going to discuss the future for both these artists and i'm going to be giving some of my predictions for their upcoming projects certified lover boy and donda so stay tuned I really hope you guys enjoy. This is the Josh Botto Experience Season 2. So I'm going to start talking about the music, and I kind of want to talk more about Kanye West first, and then I'm going to talk about what Drake has done in his career, but before I talk about Kanye West, I just wanted to talk about their first studio albums, and how it's kind of a stretch in between the two albums. Like, Kanye's first solo album released in February 2004, the college dropout, and Drake's first album thank me later released in june 2010 so this was six years after connie dropped his first album so we have to remember there is a timestamp like a difference in here i think by the time by the time drake's already dropping his first album connie's dropped what the cause dropout, out late registration graduation 808s and heartbreak And then My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So he was already five albums in by the time Thank Me Later arrived. So we just have to keep that in mind when talking about like his first album compared to Drake's. So kind of as I was saying, you have to remember before Drake even began his career as a rapper, Kanye's already won multiple Grammys, including... Two Best Album of the Year awards back-to-back for the college dropout in 2004 and again in 2005 with Late Registration. So it's already kind of showing how he's solidified in the game. Kanye changed how music sounds forever with his next album, Graduation, and then again the next year with 808s and Heartbreak. And it's just really cool how Kanye's kind of looked at as the guy that changed rap from just being gangster rap. And he proved this in 2007 when Graduation was up against 50 Cent and his album, Curtis, when it was the race for number one when they released their albums on the same day. And Kanye went number one over 50 Cent and did over 900,000 sales in the first week of the album. And you guys already know this album. It has classic songs like Stronger, Good Life with T-Pain, Good Morning, The Glory, and more. And... Again, in 2008, he changed the game by releasing songs like Heartless, Welcome to Heartbreak, Robocop, and more. And this brought the use of auto-tune into the mainstream, which nobody in rap was doing this before Kanye. The only other person I can kind of think was T-Pain and Lil Wayne started to slowly do it around the same time as this album. But nobody did this before Kanye brought it to the mainstream and now if you look in 2021 this is average for all artists pretty much and you can really see Kanye's influence on especially on artists like Travis Scott, Kid Cudi, Playboy Cardi, even Drake and more so and and not to mention for like the use of 808s basically everybody in music is using 808s including Drake so you have to thank Kanye for this and Without this album, music as we know it wouldn't even exist. And so, you gotta remember, this is all before Drake's even dropped his first album. Now, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was rated the number one album of the 2010s by Rolling Stone. And so, this album alone speaks to Kanye's greatness. Songs like Power, All the Lights, All of the Lights... Monster, which basically still to this day has Nicki Minaj's best verse ever. We had Devil in a New Dress, and Runaway, the classic Runaway, and more. And this will go down as some of the best songs in music history. And let's not forget the collab with Jay-Z, Watch the Throne in 2011. This is basically... Arguably one of the best collaboration albums of all time. Kanye just kept changing the game with each album he's been releasing. And sure enough, he did it again in 2013 with his album Yeezus. Songs like On Sight, New Slaves, Blood on the Leaves, Send It Up, and Bound 2" They all had such a different sound that we were not used to at the time. And the futuristic beats once again changed music because basically everyone in rap has followed followed his path during like, doing the futuristic lasers and all the other crazy sound effects. I think like one of the best examples that I can think of right now is artists like Lil Uzi Vert on songs like For Real and Canadian Goose can also think of artists like travis scott and songs like 90210 and stop trying to be god and like as you can see into kanye's career like this is well into his career and at this point he's just continued to influence the next generation of artists and basically from 2016 to present kanye has continued to show his dominance as the best artist in history with Releasing albums like The Life of Pablo in 2016, Ye and Kid goes back-to-back in 2018, and then recording Jesus is King and releasing that in October 2019. And the thing that I really respect about Kanye right now is he's willing to take risks and release albums like Jesus is King. And... They're so different because of the elements in it, like Sunday service and all those little Sunday service sessions he did leading up and after the album release and the fact that he kept the whole album clean and about God, it just, it proves he's willing to release whatever he wants to release and feels comfortable with. And, you know, he's not just making pointless dance tracks and he's making music that will ultimately make a difference in his life and his family's lives and Anyone else in the world that's gonna listen to the music, he's gonna benefit your life, and that's something that I think is great. And before we go now and kind of talk about Drake, we also have to mention that Kanye has several production fe- features on Drake's songs, like Find Your Love in 2010 and Feel No Ways in 2016, and more. So now that we kind of talked about The music side of Kanye and the the great things that he's done over his career let's segue into Drake's career for a bit, talking about the great things that he's done over the years so Drake is the first artist in history to have 150 songs with over 100 million streams each on Spotify alone take that in for a second. That is just completely unheard of. He's just smashing records over and over and over again to this day in his career. He is one of the best artists in history. And one of the things about Drake that's really great is Drake's recipe for greatness and success was the fact that At the time and basically still to this day is he was one of the only people that could rap and sing at the same time and was good at it and drake's first hit single best i ever had is still one of the greatest songs in history with kanye directing the music video back in 2009 so it's kind of really cool how well and also kind of sad how these artists respected and liked each other so much like kanye was one of Drake's idols, he Drake really looked up to Kanye, and I've talked about this in the podcast before with Nick, where, you know, two artists, as they grow up and get bigger, they do kind of tend to butt heads, so this was kind of seeming like this would happen, but it it sucks, and hopefully they can go back to making great tracks again, like Forever, and Glow, because... They're just some of the greatest artists... And it would be great to still get that collab album... Like... Who knows... But... Anyways... Let's get back to Drake Drake... And with his first album... Thank Me Later... Where he debuted at number one... Which is crazy... And sold over 445,000 copies its first week... Which is absolutely crazy... Songs... You already know... Fancy is on there. Just one of the best Drake albums to date is his first album. But arguably Drake's most memorable album, Take Care, released very shortly after that in 2011 and did a lot better. Drake just kept building up, doing over 630,000 copies in its first week. And it had songs that you guys already all know. Headlines, the motto featuring... His boss, pretty much Lil Wayne and Marvin's Room, classic songs. And these these songs are people still regularly go back to and listen to on a daily basis. So it's still crazy to think of that was his second album only. Going into his third studio album, nothing was the same. And on this album, compared to Take Care and Thank Me Later, you could see a huge difference. And not only Drake's sound as a rapper, but he's also grown so much more confident at this time. And his attitude started to change at the time, too, because he was like truly starting to feel one of like he was one of the greats in music. And he wasn't just one of Lil Wayne's prodigies, like one of his little signees. He's not his little guy anymore. He is the Drizzy Drake. And so. With nothing was the same. He did over six hundred fifty-five thousand copies in its first week. Once again, going number one, had pro uh songs on the project that everybody still loves to this day, and it was great. Songs like starting from the bottom, started from the bottom, and just hold on, we're going home. It was it was just a really great time, and shortly after this, two years later. Drake changed the game in February 2015 when he surprised everyone by dropping the mixtape if you're reading this is too late and he did this by he changed the game by basically dropping this with no promotion it basically just came out overnight like Drake just dropped this new album and it went straight to number one and sold over 495,000 copies in the first week which was Drake's, like, fourth time at the top of the charts. And it was just, it was really crazy to see, because nobody was expecting it, and we were still waiting for this new album that he's going come to out, come out with. And nothing, but he released these great projects with a few months later, in September, when he collaborated with Future on the joint mixtape, What a Time to Be Alive. And this one also went number one, selling 334,000 coffees in the first week and this was a special time for Drake I think because music was really changing at this time if you can remember we had artists like Travis Scott and Lil Uzi Vert who were emerging but Drake just kept showing he was nowhere near ready to slow down and a few months later in 2016 he dropped Views which is his best-selling album to date Views sold over a million copies in its first week of release. Had songs like Feel No Ways, and I Told You Already, which was co-produced by Kanye, Controla, Views, and the single that he released in 2015, Hotline Bling. And I think this was another shift in Drake's career, because not only was he becoming bigger than ever, but he was making more radio hits and becoming more like quote-unquote pop and people have had and still have mixed perspectives over this kind of new wave that he's doing because he's people are saying he's not really like a rapper anymore but he's someone that's making like radio hits and elevator music but regardless Drake kept making hits and seemed like any song that Drake touched would just go right to the top of the charts with helping out artists like Lil Baby rise to fame in 2018 with songs like Yes Indeed and Blockboy Boy on Look Alive. And Drake's newest album, Scorpion, did over 1 billion streams in its first day. And that's different than the copies sold, where he did 732,000 equivalent album sales. And at this time, it made it, Scorpion was one of the biggest albums of the year. And I think it was projected that he actually made over $78 million off the album in his first month alone. Just due to the high amount of sales it did. And to this day, it's really crazy. Since 2018, Drake's released great songs showing that he's still one of the best to ever do it. He's dropped songs like Laugh Now, Cry Later... When to say when, what's next? Those are probably my top three favorite Drake songs since 2018. He released the two little tapes like Care Package in August 2019 and Dark Lane demo tapes in May 2020. And now we're basically just waiting on his new album, Certified Lover Boy. And so with that, I basically think we're ready to move on and talk about fashion and drake and ovo versus kanye west and yeezy we're going to talk about the two different fashion lines and how they're different how they're the same how they're both really good companies but at the end of the day we have to decide which brand and which company is better so next we're going to be talking about ovo versus yeezy So let's bring up the numbers okay Drake's brand OVO earns an estimated 21.2 million dollars per year absolutely a huge company in the fashion industry and there's no doubt that he's making a lot of noise he's been selling out different collaboration projects that he does it's a really great team there that he has and But let's talk about Yeezy too where Kanye's brand earns an estimated, well let's talk about last year where he earned an estimated 1.7 billion dollars last year alone. And the shoe side of Yeezy alone was valued at 3 billion dollars last year. It's kind of crazy to just see the gap because OVO is such a great company and but it's true it's Three billion dollars it was valued at last year with Yeezy and now with Yeezy and Gap collaborating the numbers only going to go up over the next decade. I really need to get my hands on with those gap jackets. So far, he's only done it in like the states and maybe like a UK drop or something like that, but I'm pretty sure it's only been in like the states. So come on Kanye, get that shit to Canada and yeah we need it we need it here especially the jackets bro but um like i said i love ovo i got the merch but when you look at yeezy he takes a huge lead when talking about the bigger brand like i said when you look at the numbers demand for yeezys have gone up over 300 percent since the announcement of the album donda He dropped one shirt when he did the listening parties in Atlanta. If you went to shop.kanyawest.com, they had one shirt that they had at the Atlanta listening parties on August 5th, 2021, as well as like the digital album download. And with that one shirt alone, he made over $7 million. And it's insane to see that $7 million before he even dropped the album like you said I ain't dropped the album but the shoes on platinum it's just crazy to see the the power that Kanye has over his fans and just his brand alone it's 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 really crazy to see and i, I could imagine the confidence that you'd get but it's it just shows the difference between OVO and Yeezys in my opinion and I think Drake has the has a really great logo with OVO and a really great brand that no one really thinks will have a chance of disappearing anytime soon but my loyalty will always go to Yeezy when it comes to fashion the shoes the sandals both of those are the comfiest I've ever worn in my life and I think if you're going to wear Yeezys, it's worth the purchase because yes, they're stylish and yes, they're designed by the biggest name in fashion and it's, it comes with the name Yeezy and everybody loves Yeezy. But it's also because it's some of the comfiest clothes of all time and not even these are just the shoes I'm talking about, not to mention the sweaters. And I think about like my Jesus is King sweater, the The DMX Tribute sweater and how they're so comfy, soft, love the color of the Yeezy, the Yeezy palette, the color of the designs, the shoes, the sweaters, and it's all great. Again, I love Drake's style and on, like, the OVO sweaters, too, but I just don't find his shoe collabs and designs to be there at Kanye's level. Just, it seems like some of his new shoes that he's even trying to do just look like knockoff 350s or, like, 380s or a mix of the two or something weird. Just, like, go look up the new Drake shoes that he's trying to... Uh, I don't know. It's just... Again... I don't think he's on Kanye's level yet, but maybe he will be in the future, though, because, like, Drake states that he's more focused on music than selling out shoes. Now, I was going to do a whole kind of section on the influence, but I've kind of already just, like, talked about it throughout the episode, so we can kind of just debrief it. Like, you can see the Kanye influence with autotune, with 808s, with basically everything the chipmunk soul beats that people have been using that he helped sample he he's done it all the way back on jay-z's albums he's helped out with countless other projects he put people on the map like casey pluto is the newest person and there's just so much influence in kanye's career in fashion you look at him making any what is it like Pharrell? I think he just did some new shoes that look super similar to 350s. Like I was saying earlier with OVO looking and kind of copying, you look at Walmart brands redoing the foam runners, for an example. You look at all the different things in fashion with his influence. And you can look at Drake too at the same time where he he's even influenced Lil Wayne for that matter. His own, his own kind of person that found and signed him, he influences him. He's influenced people like Lil Baby, Blockboy. Everybody that's wanting to rap these days wants to sound like Drake and have the Drake feature on there. So, Drake's influence, and even in Canadian culture, like I've talked about it on my podcast, when you hear, when you, when you put on views or something like that, and if you're reading this, it's too late, you feel cold and gritty. You feel Canadian listening to Drake when 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 you listen to drake it's like that's our guy cuz he's like the big canadian artist that that's kind of putting on for us and if there wasn't somebody as big as drake performing like i know we got the weekend and stuff like that but if we didn't have drake in canada and in toronto we wouldn't even be having our name really looked in the door and taken as seriously so something and someone, someone as big as Drake really has to be respected in Canada, especially for really helping put us on the map and p- putting his foot in the door for new artists in Toronto and in Canada, like 88 Glam and Smiley and just different Toronto artists. And I think that's something that's really great that Drake's done. And I know Kanye has done that too. I forgot to mention, like Chance the Rapper, Uh, in artists in Chicago and so I think it's really great to see both of these artists Drake with Party Next Door Roy Woods and like just the new generation is just benefiting from what Drake has done for music and for what Kanye has done for music and I think that is a good way to segue into the final chapter of this episode talking about the future for Drake and Kanye West I think they're just going to continue to influence the next generation. They they really have everything and nothing to lose with their next album Certified Lover Boy and Donda and I truly think that this next album because of that fact is going to be some of their best work. And nobody knows. I don't think, well, we've already heard two of the listening parties is most likely that they're not going to collab on Donda. But it would be so awesome to see a Drake and Kanye collab again in the future, because two two great artists working together would just be great. We had the Jay Z feature on Donda, so it's good to see Drake or not Drake Jay Z and Kanye back together. We could be seeing Lil Wayne and Drake back together I know we just heard them on that one freestyle off of No Ceilings 3 by Lil Wayne but really nobody can test or see the future of these two artists but if you can see the pattern of the future of the past you can see that they're only going to be getting bigger in these next releases and it's good time to invest in both these artists because like i said they're only getting bigger they're only getting better and unlike our other artists where they have like two three four five year runs and then they're washed up and they're done they're just showing right now Fifteen years or more into kanye 's career in particular, ten years or more into drake 's career they 're just they 're not slowing up anytime soon, and I think it 's something that you definitely have to be on the watch and on the lookout for in the next ten years, because you never know it could be twenty thirty and it'll be the new the new Kanye West album, the number one album of the week or of the year or Drake in ten years is dropping the number one album of the year in twenty years into his career. It's crazy to see the longevity. I would not be surprised. So at the end of this, it's such a hard decision to choose who is the better artist, Kanye West or Drake. Because as I've said here, their influence, their fashion, their music, it goes a long way. And they're both amazing artists. But I'm going to stick to my opinion and choose Kanye West as the bigger and better artist for the reasons of I feel like he's just had a little bit more influence on the culture with his things like autotune and beats like he helped produce for Jay-Z. He's given beats to Drake. He's helped make fashion one of the biggest things. He He's made shoes into the biggest thing and he's made his music continue to be one of the biggest things he's continuing to make people question and look into his music and not that Drake's not doing that but I think that Kanye in this point in his career is still just doing it a little bit bigger and so I'm going to give him the edge over Drake even though it's extremely close and do that like i said it's extremely close so i'm gonna pull up the twitter polls and the instagram polls because i want to see what my friends and what you know twitter followers everybody else has to say so i did like three different polls here so my first poll is who is the better artist straight up who is the better artist actually i'll do that one last so this one, I said, if Kanye West and Drake both released their albums on the same same day, who would you listen to first? I had Certified Lover Boy or Donda, and the results are eighty percent of the viewers said they would listen to Donda first over Certified Lover Boy, and this is the Twitter poll, but we've got eighty percent of. Donda over Certified Lover Boy. I kind of agree, even with the two listening parties, that I would choose Donda first. However, Certified Lover Boy would be right up next if I had the choice. And now we kind of have a hit battle going on here Drake versus Kanye West. Hit battle. I said, which is the best song here? Find Your Love, Heartless, God's Plan, or Ghost Town? And a staggering lead here is heartless which is at 70 percent and then we had ghost town at 20 percent and god's plan at 10 percent we had zero votes for find your love which is crazy because it's still a great track but it's safe to say that heartless is the best track on here continuing to say that kanye has the edge over drake and finally on the twitter polls we have who is the better artist, Drake or Kanye West? And the votes are 83% to 17%. A staggering victory. We have Kanye West over Drake at the better artist. So I agree with this. I think, again, it's 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 closer to me than 80% over. It'd be more like a 50-50 for me, maybe a 60-40, 70-30. But i I agree Drake Drake is under Kanye here, but we've already named it it's he he's he's definitely gained and deserves his spot at the top and one of the best rappers so now we're gonna look here at my Instagram polls who is better all time Drake or Kanye West, and we have a fifty seven percent to forty three percent Kanye West over Drake. Again, which is really crazy, but again, I agree with it. It's more accurate, actually, over here on Instagram to my actual opinions. We have a hit battle here where I basically named their best songs ever, like Best I Ever Had, All Falls Down, Find Your Love, Gold Digger, Headlines Stronger, Hold On, We're Going Home, Heartless, Legend, power etc and we have 60% said that Kanye wins the hit battle of these songs and 40% said Drake wins this hit battle and I did a poll saying who has the better brand OVO or Yeezy and right now we have it actually tied at 50% OVO and Yeezy tied for the best brand which I can actually well you already know what I have to say about that But lastly, on the polls, we said, finally, what is the better all-time classic song? I think these are my top two songs, one in each for Kanye and Drake. I said Kanye, Heartless, and Drake, God's Plan, which is the better all-time single. And it's at 77% said Heartless, and 23% said God's Plan. So it's safe to say that Heartless is the best song of the two artists and Kanye is the better artist of the two artists and I'm really happy with these polls especially because if you guys already know me I love my Kanye music and I just love Kanye in general but I love Drake too so I don't know what to say but anyways I think this is the end of the episode where we were comparing Drake and Kanye West, some of my favorite artists, my top three artists, I'd basically say. The only other artist is Lil Wayne. That's in my top three. And so, yeah, we took you through the music, the fashion, the influence, what I think is next for these two artists. And yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Music Monday 14. Let me know in... Wherever, Instagram, Twitter, in person, what you think, who is the better artist, Drake or Kanye West, who has the better brand, OVO or Yeezy, and let me know who is going to have the better album, Donda or Certified Lover Boy? Who's going to have the better future in the next 10 years? Who's going to have the most longevity? I really want to know what you guys think. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll be coming back to you guys soon in September with... A new episode of Building Bottle 5. So be on the lookout for that. And I can't wait to show you what's coming up in the future. And sorry for rambling on. This has been another episode of Music Mondays. Hope you guys enjoyed. And I'll see you in the next one. See ya. Before you go i just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast it really means the world to me if you enjoyed this episode then please leave a rating and let me know what you liked thank you so much and i really hope you guys have a great day see ya